0: What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of the QB Draw. Today we are joined by an esteemed guest, uh former co-host of the Buckeye Sports Bulletin podcast, uh current author of the Hoopla newsletter, uh Wyatt Crocher. Wyatt, what's going on?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm happy to be here guys. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, sort of former BSB a recurring guest on the BSB podcast now is what I'd call me. I'm there once in a while, but I'm more of a rotating guy at this point.
2: And Ezra, of course, is here with us as well. Yep. Uh, you know, same old, same old for me. Uh, I have had fun watching the NFL playoffs recently. Some good football going on. Um, going to As soon as football season's over, it's back to basketball full time, so that should be good. Um, yeah, I think the Buckeyes have had a good offseason uh, so far, and we're just here to sort of shoot the shit today. Yeah, kind of a
0: a freewheeling episode. Um, we'll get into some Super Bowl conversation at the end, but first we've we've got a, a man with with more knowledge than us on the on the subject. Um, we'd love to ha- hear Wyatt's thoughts on thus far through the Ohio State offseason. What are your thoughts on the new hires, uh, some of the new folks bring it brought into the program, um, etc.? Um, Wyatt, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I might not be on the beat anymore, but I'm certainly paying attention. I've been watching. Um, overall, I'd agree that I think it's been it's been a good offseason for Ohio State after I mean, they only lost two games. But the way that that Michigan game went, you thought that changes would have to be made. Um, and I mean, I didn't think they'd squeak out that Utah win like they did. But I mean, that was a hell of a boost. Uh, but Either way, still thought changes need to be made. There were certainly issues specifically on the defense. And I was wondering if Ryan Day would do what he did last offseason, which was, I mean, nothing. I mean, really pretty much nothing. Uh, or if this would be the year where it's like, okay, we lost to Michigan, we have to make changes. And he did. And I think that's there's credit to him. Um, I like the Jim Knowles hire a whole lot. I like, I like pretty much every hire that they've made that I'm like well aware of. Like some guys don't really move the needle for me either way, but I thought Perry Eliano. Was a nice hire, Justin Fry on the offensive side, Tim Walton, like is seemingly experienced at the least. I don't know a ton about him. Um, but they made a lot of moves, and I think that's important. Like some people from the outside, I think, would see that they went twelve or eleven and two and be like, Well, this is an overreaction. But I think when you're at Ohio State and the way you looked all year and the way you looked against Michigan, this was necessary, and that's a good sign for Ryan Day moving
2: forward. Yeah, I I pretty much agree with all that. I, I also liked all the hires uh, for the most part. The one sort of like question mark, I guess for the hires. and it's not so much a concern as it is just a question mark. It's like why bring in Perry Eliano if he's not gonna coach the cornerbacks? Um,
1: just weird. Yeah. I agree
2: with you yeah but uh, I, I you know, at some point just having him on the staff is a positive enough for me. so I'm not gonna read into it too much.
1: Like, is Tim Walton so good with corners that you don't want the guy who just worked with Sauce Gardner and Kobe Bryant to just keep doing that? I don't know. Yeah, don't it's know. like we'll, Jalen we'll Ramsey,
2: you know, everyone's passed that Jalen Ramsey quote about Tim Walton around it. So it seems like he's at least um, respected. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the interesting thing you bring up is, like, why why bring in a guy like you know Tim Walton with Perry Aliano already there, um, and yeah, I mean it, it's certainly interesting. I think th- I think really the main thing is is the influx of new blood there, and I think with all of these hires, there's going to be a learning curve for all of them and how they work together. So in some ways, just having an extra set of eyes in, like, um, and ultimately maybe Eliano does slowly but surely take over the cornerbacks as well um but yeah i mean like you said just just an interesting string of hires and like hires too that i thought the real important thing was you know ryan day hadn't with the exception of fry hadn't really worked with any of them before um which is like a, a historically like significant thing at ohio state because all the day the all the way back to the Trestle era where like anybody that needed to be hired happened to be from Youngstown, <laughs> Ohio or something like that. So it's always good to see some new names. And I thought, thought Knowles in particular, like that's a, that's a name that folks around the country have to know and respect because they were, there were, Ohio state was not the only school involved in that recruitment and for them to win is, is a, is a huge, uh, huge deal in my opinion.
1: It's funny. Like, because of how good the Jeff Halfley hire was like a lightning in a bottle type hire. You wonder if like Ryan day was like, Oh, I can just get away with hiring my friends. Like that one was was so good. I can just keep doing this. And it's just, I mean, I think that was just more of a a fortunate circumstance Mm -hmm. than anything else. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's good to see that, you know, he's not following up a hire that uh, cost him a national championship with hiring his best, uh, best man at his wedding. But you know, I digress. Uh do we want to talk some Super Bowl, some Joe Burrow, some Ohio State fans' relationship with Joe Burrow, all that good stuff? Yeah,
0: of course. I mean, we'll we'll rip the band-aid right now, obviously, with the uh Super Bowl coming up. We've got the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Los Angeles Rams. Six total Buckeyes involved in that game, which uh you know, and, and just watching the game, you could see the, the immediate impact, uh, that some guys like, uh, Sam Hubbard, obviously, uh, Eli Applemore after the game, certainly um, an impact, Uh, maybe not a good one. Is there what became
2: probably one of the game winning plays. You got to have it. That's true.
0: That (laughs) was unbelievable. Like, you know, uh, the fact that, you know, and, and, uh, You know, credit to the Bengals. Their defense showed up at the right moments, and uh, but I was not looking. I was not feeling confident early on in that game for the Cincinnati Bengals at all. Uh, Their ability to get off the field in the first half just wasn't there. And then something happened at at halftime, and all of a sudden they became the eighty five Bears. And uh, tip your tip your cap to them. Um, But yeah, like I like I alluded to, we've got six total Buckeyes. Uh Jordan Fuller, Joe Burrow, Sam Hubbard, Eli Apple, Isaiah Prince, and Von. For the record, Bell. I believe
2: Jordan Fuller is out for the year, unfortunately. Uh which is it which is. sucks because yeah. he played he was playing great, especially for a seventh round pick. But uh
1: my favorite of those six, I would I, say. He's really he's really yeah, good on the I Rams. love
2: Jordan Fuller. Um made probably the best play that got robbed that I've ever seen. But again, I digress. Um <laughs>
0: I think we're going to have to do a film room episode one day on, on that, that game. That, is, game.
2: Um, that would hurt. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> it, we, I proposed a drinking game where uh, we take a shot wherever something small happens that uh, if it goes the other way, Ohio State wins the game. I think you might die uh, by the end of the episode. Yeah. But. Uh, Oh, man, what there's, like, the, that um, roughing the, the, roughing oh the kicker call. Oh, my God. Call, I, remember. Oh, I, I had blocked that, that, that one real? out. That, that's, like, lower yeah. down. Like, you think about all the big ones, and then there's shit like that. It's, like, <laughs> man. Who was Somebody that? was
0: doing a breakdown of it on Twitter today, and I or yesterday, and I was, like, I've got to report <laughs> this for harassment. That's not, not healthy for anybody. Um, but, yeah, uh, obviously some big names there. Sam, Sam Hubbard. Arguably the play of the game mm-hmm. defensively for the uh, for the um, Bengals on Sunday uh, with uh, it was like third and third and goal I want to say mm-hmm. 3-10, uh, right near the goal line really good delayed action you know he was spying Mahomes obviously and Mahomes did his traditional run around and, and try and make something happen and uh, good. Good maturity on on Sam Hubbard to, to track him down and, and and make a sack and force him to a field goal that ultimately ended up keeping them in the Bengals in the game and uh, you know uh, paved the way to them going to the uh, the Super Bowl. Now pretty wild to think that the Bengals and and again stop me if I digress here, but uh, you know we are about six months removed from a, a, this was supposed to be a Cleveland
2: Browns Super Bowl appearance and. Uh,
0: it's actually the Bengals. Who would have thought? So, uh, would have thought?
2: Uh, uh-huh.
1: um,
2: yeah, I think um, sort of what stood out to me most watching that game in the second half is, well, one, sort of Mahomes reverting to some bad habits. And the, he sort of, I'm not comparing Justin Fields to Patrick Mahomes, but that sort of issue uh, reminds me of Justin Fields at times, at least at Ohio State, where he would go big game hunting at all costs instead of just taking what the defense gave him. So I think Mahomes and Mahomes had gotten better at that, uh and he showed it in the first half, but it felt like he reverted to it. And then I think the other um the other defining part was when Mahomes would run around, we've become so used to him and he, you know, it's basic like football logic. Like if you stay alive that long in the pocket or outside the pocket, someone's gonna come open and guys just weren't coming open. He just had to either take the sack or throw it away like multiple times. I think I don't know what the Bengals defense found at halftime, but it clearly uh work to perfection and then obviously their offense um did just enough to win the game.
0: Yeah, it seemed like they were dropping a lot of folks into coverage and like, you know, obviously with a quarterback that's as mobile as that, like you would think that that would open up lanes, but it it didn't, you know, like Mahomes was uh Mahomes looked very human in a way that he hasn't in a long long time since probably well obviously last Super Bowl but even in last Super Bowl he was amazing and um you know I mean you don't take away too much from that but uh like you said like I thought the big game hunting was the key thing like um he was he he had some underneath throws that he just was missing which I I I did not um I you know I I don't think I'd seen from him in a long time he, he almost looked like rattled a little bit. And, um, you know, that's just a credit to the, the Cincinnati defense. Then obviously on the other side, Joe Burrow played uh, a heck of a game, you know, Joe Mixon as well, getting in there. And, um, you know, they, they, they had a fairly, you know, that second half, you know, what's it, it's an, tied an NFL or an AFC record for largest comeback in an AFC championship
2: game. 18 points a yeah, half. One of my and favorite half. sort of uh, reactions, not to cut you off, but one of my favorite reactions to this game was um, was people saying Brady would never choke like that when the, when the, stat, <laughs> yeah, when the stat they kept bringing up was... The last time a team blew an eighteen point lead in the AFC championship was the two thousand six Patriots. It's like <laughs>
0: I living memories of that game, man. That was uh, that was pretty brutal growing up in New England. Like the visceral reactions of people. Of course that offseason led to the creation of the uh, the two thousand seven Patriots. So uh, which like lengthened Brady's career by about ten years. So um, yeah, I mean, uh, I thought from an offensive perspective, there was one play that really stuck out to me as the turning point for the for the Bengals. And that was, I don't know if you remember it, I want to say it was like a second or third down. Burrow drops, and the defensive line from the Chiefs got in almost immediately. And it was Burrow, third and seven. It was third and seven. Yeah. yeah. And he just kept his eyes downfield and and was able to escape the pressure. And got the first down. And that, to me, was the moment that, like, that, that game was over. Um, and that just, like, is a testament to, like, obviously he had a tough week with sacks the week before. I believe he was sacked ten times by the Titans. But uh, his ability to react and, like, you know, maybe it, maybe some of it does come down to how crisp that Chiefs defensive line was or, or wasn't, I guess I should say, in comparison to the Titans. But uh, hell of a game. All around and then you had an interesting game in the night cap as well with the uh, 49ers taking on the rams
1: i did uh, uh real quick i did want to say that burrow seems to be like since 2019 i've always noticed that he's really good under yeah. pressure like He's really comp, like, poised, and he'll find like a little hole in, in the line, and he's really good at those type of things. I was looking up a stats you were talking about what changed. It was um, Mahomes against the three-man rush. In the first half, he was four of 7, 57 yards, like very normal. In the second half against the three-man rush, he was three for eight, 15 yards, a pick, and four sacks.
2: Jeez. So yeah, I guess the DBs games. were
1: just, yeah, three-man rush, four sacks. Yeah. It, well, yeah, I mean,
0: obviously, looking back at the last, basically, the last major game that the Chiefs lost, that defense, that offensive line needed help, and uh, you know, um, pretty, pretty, just all in all, like a really good football game, and like I feel like this football, this playoffs in particular, hasn't had many stinkers other than the Bills Patriots game, but other than I that, enjoyed that, Steelers, um, a few Steelers, yeah, um, some all time. All-time classics, you know. Uh, I think, like, you know, the Chiefs-Bills game will go down as, like, one of the better playoff games we've ever seen. And then, like, to see that, like, and then come back the next week and there was an, almost an equally as good game, like, for, for different reasons. Um, yeah, just, just all around good football being played. And uh, the Browns aren't playing any of it.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's why it's good. That's it, it's also why it's good, yeah. Maybe we're so used to the bad that it's like exceptionally. Yeah, we good this we year. watched them yeah.
2: finally stop watching the Browns, and it's just like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> Look at <laughs> this football!
1: You know, you got you got
0: quarterbacks who can who uh, can read defenses and things like that. It's amazing what you could do, you know. And obviously, too, like uh, you know, the 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 pinnacle win of the Browns' experience was beating, you know. You know Uh, the Steelers in the playoffs last year, and Big Ben threw four picks in that game, and they snapped the ball over the head of uh, of him at the start of the game. And, uh, yeah, so if you want good football, don't involve the city of Cleveland in any way, shape, or form. Um, But, yeah, so
2: I guess we'll – What would like a word. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've been talking an awful lot about uh, Joe Burrow. I know Ezra had some thoughts on Joe Burrow that will probably spark a, a larger conversation here, but
2: we'll we'll give you the floor yeah, now. So I just I think the conversation surrounding, you know, Joe Burrow and him in Ohio State fans claiming him or not claiming him has been pretty interesting this week. At the end of the day, I don't fall hard on one side or the other. Um, I'm pretty ambivalent towards Joe Burrow uh, on the whole, to be honest. Like he seems like a cool guy, and honestly, an awesome dude, um, and has been some very good, very good quarterbacking as of late. But you know, he never started for Ohio State, and uh, plays for a divisional rival of the Browns. So I'm not like attached to him in any sort of fan way, um, and, like, and like, I. Th- I don't know exactly why, as an Ohio State fan, you would want to like hardcore, uh, like put your foot in the ground on claiming him because like he didn't do anything at Ohio State, you know? Like, um, whoa, whoa, Nebraska game erasure, yeah, huh? <laughs> or, yeah, Scott Frost, and that—that's that, that, an all-timer. Um, that's that one's pretty bad. I mean, I, yeah.
1: I think like where I stand on it, I think um, generally, if you want to like find a reason to root for Joe Burrow, I get it. It's Joe Burrow. He's a very cool guy. He's fun to. He's a good player. He's fun to watch. Like if it's like you just trying to find like a reason to to like to follow and root for him because he was like at Ohio State, that's fine. I think when you start to like be legitimate about the developed here stuff, and it's not like a bit. Um, I think that's where I'm like, maybe, maybe this is a bit much because like his first year at LSU would be like how much he developed at Ohio State, and that year was like ass, it, it fine was at best, like yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. never gonna you're probably gonna get like a late round or not selected at all, and then Joe Brady came in and that offense changed and all the weapons like the developed here season would have been 2019, and that was eh. And he so, was I mean, like, literally
0: almost murdered on the field, right? Like against UCF, uh, yeah,
1: and that they, people say that's like where it all that like, was,
0: was. That sparked. was the, the moment when it when it stuck. And um, then I
1: think like I think it also is because he's been so cool about like he like was big on Ryan Day at the Heisman speech. He's like from Athens, Ohio. Because the other like person that's been like this is Jamison Williams, and he's been kind of like not big on Ohio State since he's left. And no one, I don't hear the same sort of things for Jameson Williams. Maybe he ball's out in the NFL. It will happen. But I'm just thinking it won't because Joe Burrow's been so open to, like, both LSU and Ohio State that I think that's caused some, some overzealous fans to, like, really talk about the development he had here.
0: Well, that's the interesting thing you bring up. Like, you know, you don't hear a lot of guys talking very fondly of, like, the school that they started at in, in today's, like, you know, the, in the era of the transfer portal. Um, outside of like the notes app that uh, they all post when they say like thanks to the coaches and, and and staff and stuff like that, but Burrow has been like almost overt in his praise of, and a lot of that probably does come from uh, what you alluded to before, like him being an Ohio guy, him having it be his dream probably his entire life to suit up for the Buckeyes, a dream that he ultimately was able to fulfill. Um, you know, you've got videos from. Uh, Dwayne Haskins of him coming back after his first season at LSU to hang out with the Ohio State guys. You know, he huge Cavs fan. Yeah, massive Cavs <laughs> fan. Massive Cavs fan. We, we need to get him in a Cavs game. By the way, I, I'm assuming it's in the works. Um, <laughs> the man just would not stop tweeting about like the the Dion Waiters era. And we so love that. the, the that NBA cool.
2: foreign player tweets are like the funniest. It's like M- the NBA needs to stop drafting foreign players. <laughs>
0: I screenshotted one. Where was Directly, it? Directly, you know. Honestly, uh that's Chetty Osman Erasure, and uh, he's 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 I going to it pay was for anger it. Anger
2: directed at Hedo uh, Turkoglu, which is honestly yeah understandable.
0: Well, yeah, I mean we we all we all have anger. Yeah, we,
2: I get it. Yeah, he, he
1: retweeted that Kyle Lowry is Raymond Felton with OVO. I don't disagree with that.
2: Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a Joe Burrow retweet. Like. Gotta, Fred Van Vliet is like Yogi Ferrell, but from Wichita State. <laughs> Unbelievable!
0: Uh, yeah, the man. We the man knows ball, and uh, we will we'll gladly have Joe on at any point to to clear up his his ties with Ohio State, and we'll talk Cavaliers basketball. Um, what, you know? If anybody knows him, please uh, drop a line. Uh, we'd love to have him on. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, like it it's just so weird man like and some people get get so like in deep involved in this stuff like it doesn't matter where he went to college ultimately like he's cool with ohio state ohio state's cool with him like i i don't i don't see the need to to incessantly be like poking at this thing and like there's also the flip side too like there was a fake quote from tom brady going around or maybe it was real tom brady going around saying like Oh, you! The best thing you ever did was leave Ohio State or leave that school or something like that. And it's just like, I don't know, like, sure, like, but you know, if Ohio State had hired uh, Joe Brady and also had like, you know, that level of offense, like, they probably could have won an won a national championship as well for Joe Burrow. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just one of those things. We have nothing better to talk about at this point, and uh, people really like. I don't know. It's like the NFL fandom thing like is big in some circles, but like college fans really go way harder for college, their college fit team than they, they do for their pro team. So that's why I think a lot of this boils down to Ohio state fans, like needing to assert, like their put their stake in the ground and like other fan bases, namely like Michigan being like, Oh, he never went to Ohio state. And it's just like, who, who really, who really cares at the end of the day? Um, you know, um it's just it's one of those things where like too like it's one of those things where it's like for fans to be discussing it is one thing but then when like actual media members get involved <laughs> and like start really getting in like responding to tweets about it it's just like come on can we all just grow up a little bit yeah
2: yeah and- i i do think the sort of like the regret of ohio state not uh sort of playing joe burrow is another thing to talk about like to me, I've never really felt it, and you pretty much said this. Like 2018, he, he might ha- he might have been uh, looked better at Ohio State than he did at LSU, but I don't think he would have been that much better than Dwayne Haskins. Um, and and then in 2019, obviously, if you have him, you don't have you don't get Justin Fields, and like you know, oh, the Ohio State 2019 offense was really really good and had really good players, J.K. Dobbins, Chris Olave um but it, even if they had Joe Burrow that offense I don't think would have been on par with the 2019 LSU offense there was no Terrence Marshall, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson um and Austin Mack was basically Yeah, yeah, Chase. yeah, one in the same. Everything. Um no Joe <laughs> Brady. So it's like it, it's kind of it's kind of interesting cuz it's like on the one hand this might be like an L- NFL Hall of Famer so it is kind of like, damn, we could have, you know, started him, but I don't know if the outcome is that much different with him. And then in 2020, it's like, who are, you wouldn't have had Justin Fields for 2020, and I it, who knows? Um, so I Martel starting yeah, football t- games 2020 <laughs> uh,
0: possible. It, it is. It is. That's um,
2: what I want
0: to see. I wish. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's the way it plays out. Joe Burrow right into Tate Martel. We'll Martell. always have the Rutgers uh,
2: performance from Tate Martell, where he's well, just like putting we're, all we're of his how... strength into like 40 yard throws. <laughs> <It's> just...
0: <laughs> and just trying, to, trying to, <laughs> with his might to throw 25 yards. Um, I, I do wonder, you brought up a good point. Like, I do wonder how much of this is different if the Haskins. NFL experience is different, right? Like if and and a lot of it does boil down to the Washington Football Team. Somebody in that front office drafted him, and the rest of that whole organization was dead set on like not having Dwayne Haskins there, and like that that ultimately screws a lot of things. But like you look at at Haskins' college numbers, right? He had fifty touchdowns in in twenty eighteen. Heisman finalist. Heisman finalist, and uh, yeah, they they beat the number four Michigan team, you know, and, and we could talk about that, but you know, the one of the better defenses in the country and they bludgeoned them and, you know, ultimately, you know, there's not, you know, where, uh, that, that was the Purdue year or is that the Iowa year?
1: Um, Purdue, Purdue, Purdue yeah. year.
0: We're in Iowa, a bad Purdue loss away from, from potentially going to the, uh, you know, it being involved in the playoff and, uh, you know obviously too like you know you look at that um even in 2019 you're we were just talking about it several iffy calls away from being in a national championship game right uh you know it, it's one of those things where it's like people are just going to find a way to complain about everything and and where they're trying to like Sam Bowie um you know Dwayne Haskins which i don't think is necessarily fair to him he was a good player at to state and
1: yeah. His numbers are insane. Yeah. He had like every record before Stroud, I think, broke yeah. a lot of them this year. He might have. If if he didn't. Eh, probably uh, yeah. Probably will
2: soon. Soon. Um <laughs> I think
1: with yeah, because like the only way you I think you can say that Joe Burrow would have been better than what Ohio State got is if you think Joe Burrow probably wins the title in twenty nineteen. Yeah. Because eighteen, I don't think so. Uh nineteen, the defense is fixed, the offensive weapons are better. And like who is Ohio State facing in the playoff if it's Joe Burrow? Because it's not LSU, probably. Like not LSU's not number one, on things. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say
2: that. Like it maybe you that. wish you had Joe Burrow so that LSU didn't have Joe Burrow. Um Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Cause who would have been? Like Oklahoma was four. And then I don't know who would have been. I don't know who would have made it in. It's a whole right, different yeah. world, obviously. And then you too. could say, well,
2: they all they sure. lost to Clemson, yeah. but
0: I that because they don't lose to LSU more than likely. and um, Yeah, yeah, I mean, really, really weird, like, butterfly effect to do is, like, if if Ohio State keeps – and who's to say if Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow, like, at the end of the day, if he stays at Ohio State, right? Like, and that's not – no slack on him. Like, a lot of it does come down to LSU having, like, a generational team and him being the face of that generational team and, like, all of the cool – Videos that came out about that team and like their their proximity to like, um, you know, it, like a really cool culture and um, you know, which which I don't I don't think you get the fanboys online if if Joe Burrow stays at Ohio State that long, right? Like, uh, you certainly don't get Reddit on your side. Um, <laughs> the
2: Bengals bandwagon
0: is, is very Reddit. Bandwagon. It's yeah. very Reddit. Yeah. Um, it, it yeah. Uh, simultaneously, though, like. The people pointing out that Joe Burrow has never beaten Baker. I don't want to hear yeah, it. I don't want to hear
2: it. I do not. <laughs> I think
0: I'll take, I think take I'll take Burrow losing every game against Baker for the rest of his career
1: just to have Joe I Burrow. Um, I,
0: yeah.
1: Oh man! I was just thinking um, about how good the top three teams in 2019 were. It, it was it like there were most
2: years there's one, maybe two national title level level teams. I think there were three national title level teams that year. And one like one like absolutely like you know uh, uh, generational generational is overused, but like uh, upper echelon type team in LSU. Uh, just an unreal <laughs> year. And then there was Oklahoma. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: They got Oklahoma just,
2: yeah,
0: they, they had to let a fourth team It was going to be uh, Utah if they would not have
2: choked. At least it, there would have been some new blood.
1: Oh, my yeah. God, I forgot about that.
2: Utah and Oregon love ruining each other's season when the other is, has a <laughs> chance to make the playoffs. The
1: Actually, the entire Pac-12, loves, 12, yeah.
0: They just love cannibalism. They love, like, oh, one team's very clearly got a shot. and You know, that, give your credit to the Big Ten, where the Big Ten credit is due. Like, whenever there's... Most times when there's a clear cut, like favorite, you know, some, some stuff happens, like uh, the Wisconsin um, Big Ten championship game when Barry Alvarez was like the interim head coach or something, and like uh, what was it 2014 when the uh, Wisconsin comes out and lays like the most appropriate sized egg so that way Ohio State can get into the uh, to the playoffs, <laughs> um, and ultimately win an national championship, but uh, yeah. It depends. Yeah. Like 2019 was such a cool year for the NCAA. And it's, it's another thing to like, look back on and be like, you know, a guy like Trevor Lawrence was like slated from like the day he showed up on Clemson's campus to win the Heisman trophy, like at at that year or the next year. And just like by acts of God just could not, you know, couldn't do it. And it, it is crazy to think like, you know that one of Joe Burrow's like lasting legacies should kind of almost be like preventing uh, Trevor Lawrence from winning that you know national
2: championship and and not winning Trevor a Heisman Lawrence peaked in his uh, freshman year. Um, no, I I think yeah, 2019 was a fun year. Not to, I mean, it's off season. Who cares? We have nothing else to talk about. I think in a way, <laughs> I'm just looking at the top 25 yeah, from that year now.
1: Just looking think at thinking about teams. Ohio
2: State that year, I think like. I think Zach Smith and, by extension, Urban Meyer cost them that national championship because it was like Olave, it was freshman Garrett Wilson, and it was Austin K.J. Hill. K.J. Hill is a good KJ slot receiver, not that explosive, but solid, reliable. Um, and then, you know, Austin Mack and Ben Victor, who are fine players, but they're not what they have now. Like if Brian Hartline had been there a year or two earlier, I think that team – probably has a chance to win the national title or at least a bigger one than that they did.
1: Yeah. Like even if like you get one of the red shirt seniors from last year, like Terry McLaurin or Perry, like even even one of those guys, it seems like you might, it might've been enough. Um, yeah, This 2019 season was awesome that there's that really good Memphis team that oh, beats Cincinnati yeah. twice in a row. Yeah. That crazy Penn state game that they were in. Um. Minnesota getting really good out of nowhere. 10
2: 2 Minnesota. They beat Penn State. They beat like a top four ish Penn State team, right? That was nuts.
1: Just a weird, weird good year. Oh, man.
0: That was, uh, you know, we obviously had the, uh, you know, Iowa State. It
2: was one of the Iowa State years where we were like, oh, man. I mean, they beat Oklahoma like every year. So I can't remember the specific (laughs) years. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Also, Ohio State played in no good games. Uh, that was funny until the Big Ten Championship game. Yeah, what was their closest game? Yeah, it was probably the second Wisconsin game. I mean, they steamroll. They they destroyed Wisconsin in Columbus. They they sort of let Penn State get back in the game, but it was still never really close. They just the Michigan game was close for like a half. Um. And then Justin yeah. Field went nuts after the injury. I remember and all that. that like at halftime of
0: that Wisconsin Big Ten championship game, like people legitimately campaigning to like leave them out of that the playoff that was funny. And,
1: and the
0: game. Like, what are you talking about, man? Like you played a half of football. Um, yeah, I mean, well, thirty four twenty one was the closest game and like Man, there are just some absolute stinkers. The Forty-two, in there. I, like uh, the,
2: the Cincinnati game when they beat them forty-two-zero was like, oh, this team's actually really good. Um, yeah. That was like the Is that Cincinnati? Yeah. Solid, <laughs> like. And like, it was just like
0: scored zero yeah. points. Scored zero points. Yeah. Uh, you had a seventy-three to fourteen game against Maryland in there. <laughs> Like, 73 points, like, the Ohio
1: State basketball <laughs> struggles to put that second 70-point game of the year, because they had yeah, 70 points well, against Miami. Uh, Yeah, you know,
2: the yeah. Miami game that started, like, 5-0 Miami. I, I was at that game. It was, like, 5-0 Miami. And it was just, like...
0: Why did, why, did Ryan Day just have, like, an ax to grind with, like, the Miami of Ohio coaching staff or something <laughs> like that? Why were we putting 76 points up on, on Miami of Ohio, of all places, I remember uh, it, was,
1: it was supposed to be 77 and Dominic Demetrio missed an extra point. They oh, had, had the we back had poor guy. kicker guy.
2: <laughs> That's when you <laughs> know you're in some uh, real garbage the, time. The main kicker hurt. Let's put in the... What a, what a schedule to end the year, though. You played... Oh, it was brutal. Uh, honestly, I, I think the first... Them losing the one seed might have cost them the national championship because... They would be in the yeah, championship yeah. game for sure. And then Clemson, yes, Ohio State was you, such a dogfight, like... Dobbins was so banged up. Fields was so banged up. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Dobbins was so, so good.
0: Like, especially in that game when he, and then when he went down with the ankle injury, I remember just the life just in the room that I was in, just being like, just completely leaving. Like, he was so Mm -hmm. good. And like. First taste uh, of Master Teague for real
1: right there. People at the beginning of the year,
2: people were like clamoring for more Master Teague.
1: He was a garbage he time He was, like, the, put up some numbers the, the dejected time.
2: defense that Ohio State just destroyed. Master T, in all of his, like, 6'4", 240, 4'4", speed, but zero wiggle <laughs> would just tear through like a knife through butter. <laughs> oh, man. What a, he's, what like, team. built like Derrick Henry if Derrick Henry wasn't good. He's going <laughs> to he's gonna, he's gonna play in, like, some, like – Fan choice football league or something. One of, of those like I love, I love the guy. Yeah, That's so good. It's a great comp.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Bill, like the ringer right in that one. Kevin O'Connell's the on the
2: shades of Derrick Henry, <laughs> Frank Richardson.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh man, shades of Derrick Henry minus vision, uh you know, elusiveness, speed. Like. uh Yeah, so he's just a big guy, is what you
2: mean. Yeah, uh-huh. Ohio State should have tried to make yeah linebacker is what I'm hearing. Oh boy! Like, uh, gotta do one of They those got two now. of them. <laughs> they got two of them. Yeah, <laughs> we do. We
0: do have another? Trahanum? The DeMonte
2: I, I want to say is his yeah. name. Yeah. Okay. Originally recruited as yep. a linebacker, I will say. So it's not quite. Well, i I had him as a linebacker yeah. the whole time, so
0: not not really much sweat there. Tight got, end in there as well now. Kate yeah. Silvers back he just announced that he will be permanently staying in the defensive <laughs> side of the ball, like. God, that move was so um, weird because,
2: the, like, I don't know how much you can trust, like, you know, two, four, seven whispers, but the whispers right before he made that move were like, oh, Cade Stover looks great out there on defense. Then he's like, oh, he's playing linebacker or tight end now. And it's like, what? Why?
0: <laughs> yeah, there should be a cl- some sort of class action lawsuit coming out against Ohio State for, like, all of the guys that they just played in the wrong position for no other reason than just like, oh, yeah, like. We need Cade Stover to be like a guy who didn't sniff the field as a tight end. Uh, we always need those guys. Um, but yeah, really, just you know, it's one of the, my favorite things to do is just look back on on things that you forgot about old Ohio State teams. And like, man, uh, and then Trey Sermon went to Ohio State for a year and like, <laughs> and then became for
2: th- 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 t- Two games and then we're he got, just
1: remembering some guys out here. Yeah, this is yeah. The remembering some guys. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> remembering some guys from two years ago. Yeah, well, in the
0: football brain. Like this is yeah. Um, well, it, especially in college football, where college football essentially exists like four years from now. Like you know, all that we're talking about like is recruiting guys that like won't matter until they're juniors. And like, so we spend the year, the time, in four years in the future. So like, when you look back at like things that actually happen, it feels like they're fucking ten years in the past. Like, oh man, like. I can't believe you know Paris Campbell was uh, was on the Ohio
1: State. Sermon's now like in hell apparently. Yeah, like, what is what is going on with the 49ers? I know they love Elijah Mitchell, who's very good, but like they drafted Sermon as Turn well. Pick. <laughs> man's it, just down now. I
0: remember being like, you know, that whole twenty twenty season. I was kind of like iffy on him almost well, yeah, the whole he wasn't way, and good. then.
2: And then he became good. Uh, and then the
0: Big Ten championship game yeah. happened. And then like the Clemson game happened. And then, uh,
2: well, the national championship. And that sucked. Also I, had. I, it's hard to see a scenario where Ohio State beats that Alabama team, but they, like, they had they had none of their D linemen. They were playing like the ghost of like Michael Bennett out there or something. Um, and, and like they, Trey Sermon goes down on like the first play from scrimmage, and it's just like. They already barely had a chance, thing. but then they n- really didn't have a chance.
0: Wasn't, wasn't Fields playing with, like, three well, yeah, cracked ribs James or something? James Skalski, like, tried to
2: him. murder him. Um,
0: James Skalski, finally, we're, we're rolling the Skalski After pack. eight he years. <laughs> yeah.
2: He's now a doctor, by the way. I uh, would not. In the state of I South. Would not, uh, I would not want to be uh, treated by James Skalski. His pro day is going to be outrageous. Like a, like a six-second no.
0: forty. No, um, he's gonna end up playing for like the the Steelers or something, or like uh, the it's Saints gonna be the Raiders. The Raiders
2: him. always draft bad Clemson, Ohio State. Well, I guess is Mike Maycock still there, or is he is he out too? I don't know.
1: I think he's still yeah, there. No, he's, I think he's survived. Yeah, they draft
2: they draft all the bad Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama players, so uh, no one else has to in like the first round too. It's hilarious. If. if- Saints hire Greg Williams and then
0: they, they sign Skalski. you've got to stop that almost immediately. Like this is this is bounty gate two right point he doesn't want a bounty.
2: He's just like that's yeah, what I like doing. They, they
0: don't- <laughs> yeah. I like hurting people.
1: Oh, that man. division is going to be a nightmare. The Saints, Buccaneers, Falcons, Panthers division. Everybody is going to be in I, the building this mode. There was one
2: Bucks fan on Twitter a few a few uh, days ago who who was like, "It was like when Adam Schefter tweeted about Brady retiring, and he was just completely going through it. It, it was like one of the tweets had like eighty three quotes. It was like, you know, what if Kyle Trask is good? And centers <laughs> <Jones-haters laughs> tweeted it today.
0: Shout out to Jones centers. They tweeted. Uh,
2: uh, on his college
0: yeah, uh, last season at Florida versus uh, Brady's last season. That's <laughs> uh, so like powerful, the guy, you know. Um, yeah, I, like I, maybe the maybe the Bucks like can convince maybe Aaron Rodgers to come down and like you know we put this show together for one more year. But even that and looks then it's unlikely. Rodgers. He parlayed yes, it's DeSantis Rodgers. <laughs> twenty four.
1: Uh well, Godwin's yeah. gonna be on the Browns, so they'll have yeah. one mm. weapon gone. They will have, yep. They're manifesting uh, over here. Yep.
0: Oh god. I'm not looking
1: I'm forward, forward, forward to next NFL season, 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 man. Like I gotta see how this I'm gonna i I'm gonna talk myself into whatever they do in the offseason because I always do it. I'm but excited we'll to see
2: Justin Fields in year two. Provided they start
0: seeing and when I start seeing reports of a quote unquote motivated baker mayfield that is when i give you all permission to just yeah run me over with a car
1: or something
0: if i start to believe in baker mayfield again like oh he looks he looks leaner and he looks uh healthier than ever motivated yeah he's still hurt
2: he's still hurt shoulders Shoulders still hurt hurt.
0: shoulders still hurt hurt, but his heart is still healthy Which is also the important thing. God, the OBJ yeah. thing. God, now we're living it. He went, he, he it. went
2: for a hundred like eleven and hundred in like the biggest game of his career.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alongside Cooper Cup, who knows? Like having two good wide receivers that actually have a chance of getting the ball is yeah. a good thing. <laughs> like I, I always go back to that clip of the Browns beat writer saying, like, you know, the Browns run a timing and rhythm offense. Oh my so idea. that means if you've got guys that are wide open, they're not supposed to actually get the ball. But then there's like 12 videos of, of people that are like butt naked and like totally supposed to be getting the ball that he's not seeing either. So uh, good for Odell Beckham Jr., who I will be claiming developed here um, <laughs> in several years you know, I think that's the bit moving forward is anybody who got a cup of coffee in the Alex state of Max. Ohio is. X
2: Max developed here. Developed here. Yeah. Um,
0: Sean McVeigh mm. was from Dayton, Ohio. He's Big. developed yeah. here. Um, yeah. Steph we Curry, loved
2: that. You born, in, born in Akron immediately born in as an infant moved out.
0: Hashtag developed. Here. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, well I mean, that's this was a podcast
2: about nothing, but I thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: (laughs) I think perfect. I'm glad I'm on for that one. That's that's my (laughs) brand
2: right
1: there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, let us know if you want to come on and talk about nothing. I'll I'll gladly do that with you anytime. Um, Thanks again for 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 listening to us. Um, And as always, go Go bucks. Bucks.
1: Thanks for having me on, guys.
0: Cool.